1: episode from national Roundtable. i'm your host and but tonight it's and well, uh, host and creator of special saints podcast jim the ninja uh, no apologies raven keeper and troublemaker joe now then gentlemen hi mate yeah yeah what's good
0: hey boys yeah actually we were just talking a little bit beforehand, but let's go ahead. And, uh, I think I discovered what the skull and bones is rep, or resembles or what their representation is. Right. So the three twenty two. Okay. Yeah. Three twenty two is the year that Constantine was baptized. Yes. Now you have four Saint John the Baptist heads that are well, one real one in Rome, they say, but they have four different Saint John the Baptist heads and then all of his body parts spread out like osiris or Janus. and then you have mm-hmm. his dick in saint peter's square which would be his skull <laughs> and bones and saint john the baptist so the baptism was in the three year 322 so what do you guys think about that idea
3: <laughs> okay can we Radio. just uh i'm really interested in this because it's so different than what i usually talk about but um What, where are so? I know that there is a shrine in Iran that is said to house like his head. I know that that's probably not the place it is, but I just wonder that's very interesting. And the shrine itself is green now. Jonah, does that ring anything for you when you hear that? I don't
0: think Iran came up on the list that I was looking at. It was uh, Amiens, which is going to be where, um, you know, where they briefly moved their uh, banking, uh, whatnot, and with uh, Charlemagne. And then there's Rome and Damascus, which was interesting.
3: Damascus is also interesting. I find that very interesting.
0: Like and then to... I forget where the fourth one was. I don't want to say Geneva, which is the Swiss Guard.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I just wonder sometimes if, like, because I know, like, you know, when they say the, the Saint piece is here, the Saint piece is there. Like, I just wonder if that is even, like, is that all bullshit? Is that, like, they don't really tell us anything, or is it discoverable? So, yeah, Do I get to jump in?
2: Yeah, go ahead. Do I get to jump in? Okay, so Joan and I have been working on the Giannis thing, the Janis thing. And when you go back to the Thoth, which <laughs> which directly connects to Giannis, um, Thoth originally had four faces. Four avatars. Now it said that Thoth had to have avatars in order to occupy and to move about with mankind. So was he an AI? Was he a disembodied spirit? There's no way to. We don't have enough information. But he originally had four faces. Then he had three faces, and then he ended up being two-faced. Janus. Well, now they got the four heads of John the Baptist in four different places. They cut his body completely apart and scattered it all over the place. Um, which is what would have been done to Horus, Janus. Um, no matter how, no matter how Jonah and I try to approach this, it always takes us back to the teachings of Thoth and the avatars and the four faces of Janus.
3: So, if sorry, generally, go ahead. No, I'm just interesting. Uh, interesting.
1: Interested. Especially when you've got like um it Colson's equivalent of Janus Choskin, and it's just very similar to what you're saying there, Raven, mate.
2: yeah
3: so Raven and Jonah, why don't you give a like just say I don't know anything about anything and like give me a little primer on Toth and Janice. like just like give me like a brief. Background. I know it's like conspiracy staple. I totally get that. I just (laughs) just pretend like I don't know, and just give me a little background so I. Well, I'll let you handle Thoth first. I know nothing about that.
2: (sighs) Well, I'll start with Thoth, and then and then because that's the oldest stories we have is of Thoth, Thoth, the uh, survivor of Atlantis. Now, interestingly enough, every time Thoth or huiti comes up in literature you end up with a cataclysm and thoth comes back and teaches mankind again um teaches them to plant teaches them to garden teaches them to write unfortunately teaches them to speak (laughs) but every time every time that you go back to the oldest oldest incarnations of what they call thoth um which also carries through hermes which is really weird but um he had four faces he had four avatars which meant he occupied four bodies now at one time it said he had seven bodies and three were destroyed yeah and three were destroyed um in some kind of a an issue and i find that interesting because if you go to the halls under what is they call egypt today If you go to the halls under there, it looks like a laser blasted through there and ruined three of the sarcophagi that are down there by that pool. Now, are those the hall? Yeah, are those the halls? Is that one of the halls of Amenti where Thoth incorporated? Um, I made that connection because when they got down there to the pool and there's this giant sarcophagus, there was a line of, I think, 14 total around the outside and three of them were destroyed. And it said that Thoth had lost his ability to move amongst mankind over time, but he would return. Now, when you look at the halls of Amenti that are described with Thoth, it's not one, there are many, because it says halls, if you translate it. Um, But that's where you start with Janus for me, because I go back to the older stuff. Thoth had to have avatars to travel. He, in the last stories of him, he had four faces. He had four avatars that he could use. That's where Jan, uh, Jonah comes in with Janus and the three faces.
0: <laughs> yeah, with uh well, Ionis, whatever you call it. Um, and here's what's funny though, too, because there's versions of him where again, uh, Paul, what the flock was talking about this today is he goes back as far as IA is the name now. You know, I mm-hmm. backwards
2: the and invasion then you talk yeah.
0: about off possibly um uh, being a, a like digital or whatnot right and having the avatars and well, that's an interesting connection um but then let's go ahead now another name for janice going back to etruscan is yahweh but that's iobi Then there's another name for the the same guy who is Ani, A N I, which again, too, you remove the J and S or the I and S, you get Anu, Ani. So I think that's the same individual all the way through. So you're looking at the Sumerian, he's a god right there. (coughs) Now, the reason that I end up on Janus so often is that's the name that's currently used in Roman. It was Mm -hmm. Ionus before because they didn't have a J in their alphabet. But now it's john yeah, it's whatever he also obviously gives us saint john's because of the name john <laughs> and it's interesting that they chose saint john the baptist whose head is supposed to be spread out across four different places again i think um i think that uh the, the skull and bones is actually a celebration of them infiltrating all of christianity and betraying it at that point you know creating the uh mortal sin of people idolizing St. John the Baptist, body parts, the relics. But then, you know, for Janus, um, pretty much the best way to describe it is he's the beginning and the end. So he, then he's Noah, if you're going through the Bible. And he is a representation of Noah or Baphomet, you know, because he can see both the future and the past. And then he also has, he is duality. <laughs> so pretty much he is the answer to everything. Or she because you know depending on different tellings it could be uh diana's also been tied to him for sure so it pretty much answers everything you know
3: no that was a really great explanation thank you both for that Uh, it's just so different it's just so different i mean uh, it it really is just so different it's just like honestly
0: oh and you just remind me of something so the entire Vatican is actually based on Janus, right?
3: <laughs>
2: yes.
0: So again, Janus is also a trinity. He's known as the trinity, depending on the three faces or whatever, because he can show different ones. But then also St. Peter. Everything that represents St. Peter is a retelling of the, the Ionis or Janus story, including the papal flag with the pine cone mm-hmm. on the top of it and the, the two the two keys that are crossed. One's gold, one's silver, which is uh, either summer and winter, the two saint john's so this is marriage i got it <laughs> <laughs> and then you also have the red uh red ribbon which is also tied to the iona smith or whatnot so literally all of uh the vatican is
3: tied to Janus too so okay so i i knew that he would always like it's all. it's a thing in tantra that like if you see there would never be a figure with two heads because that would be inauspicious like but we do have the two headed eagle called Ganda Burunda we don't have to get into that but um, we I, if the, okay so if I saw a deity with two heads I would know that there's a secret third that's kind of how Tantra works it's like it kind mm-hmm. of you kind of learn it as you like get better at it and recognizing signs and symbols but so I think that's really interesting, and so I would wonder if Janus is always depicted with three heads, or if people all know that he has three heads. Because when I've heard other conspiracy people talk about it, I've never heard the third head. But I'm just saying from my perspective, I would always assume there's a third I can head. Answer that. Always a. Always <laughs> a. Third head.
0: The three heads goes back to uh, the Templars and the um, uh, what's it called there the um, Templars and the Baphomet. So, the Baphomet that Templars worshipped, which is also taken from Belfast Levi, um, he had the three heads, and that's who the Templars worshipped. But here's a fun one that I just found this week, and I haven't been able to run down, so I'm going to give it away for free. The Jefferson Janus. Jeffersonian Janus. Now, Paul Revere actually minted, and it's a very, um, Paul Revere minted a Janus coin for the uh, inauguration of the Americas which added to the Janus triple-ed.
2: Yes.
0: And there's a Janus for Sony and Janus with uh, um, Hamilton. I haven't ran that down too much yet, but I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because let's go ahead. July 4th, Julius Caesar, the guy who made January, the first month of the year. So Janus celebration, right? Four quadraphons, the Janus Gate in Rome. So even July 4th is a celebration of Janus, and then you have two of the founders who are tied to the Janus figure, or three of the founders with with Revere. And then you go 11 days back, and you land on St. John Baptist Day, which is 11. So again, 11 is the number that represents Janus, but you go 11 days back, you end up on St. John Baptist Day, which is another celebration of Janus.
3: So do we not like John the Baptist? Is that what we're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: uh, uh, let's be honest, um, my opinion is that uh, we don't, we've never been told the truth about 9-11, so why the fuck would we believe that all, everything in the Bible is the truth? So, like, man, now, well, St. John it... the Baptist might have been a, like, a, St. John the Baptist might, who knows, he might have been named something completely different, right?
3: No, 100%, but, you know, generally, and I have been prepping for a Yazidi show, and yes. it comes up a lot. In the Yazidi and the Mandian literature, because he is like their their prophets, he's like the one of the lineage of David, who is like the one that they think the prophet of the full gospel. It would
0: be another reason for the um uh the Vatican to bastardize. the so it might, you know it's definitely something to run down no it, no it I'm just get.
3: offering I'm just offering that like. And then in Yazidism, he's associated with the peacock. And obviously in like the Indian and Dharma religions, we have like that figure as both male and a female. gandha and Kumari. I just, I just think if there's something there. There's, there's something really interesting there. I, I'm trying to figure out right now, and it's really difficult, is like, what is the story? And like, what do they think the story is? Like, what are they trying to say? What are they trying to do? Does that make sense? Like, I'm interested in, like, what do they actually believe and who they I are? I
0: have an opinion on it, but...
3: Okay, go for um, it.
0: I think, again, too, this is kind of where I'm going with Nimrod lately, too. You know, and, you know, let's be honest, a number of other figures. I think that there are figureheads or symbols that they attach themselves to uh, because they are the leeches of society or leeches of um, existence, you know?
2: <laughs> Actually, so, well, for, well, for me, I call them parasites. They cannot create. They cannot uh, manufacture. They have no creativity. They have no ingenuity. All they know how to do is steal or destroy. So... What they have done over time is this particular sect has done two things. First, they've stolen names as they went along. They stole the name of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Phoenicians and the Venetians. But the other thing that they have done is every people that they have come across, they have stolen and inverted their original teachings. Does that make sense?
3: I, I'm, so, with you, I'm with you on that, that the inversion.
2: Yeah. So what happens is, is you get this this group mentality, and and you can see it. I hate to drop it on the Vatican, but it it all roads lead to Rome. Um, unfortunately, um, with Constantine, that's that's where this this huge flip occurred. But what they have done is they have taken the Thoth or or the Janus teachings and they have adopted it for themselves and turned it upside down. And for me to have the four heads in four different places and the body parts scattered all over the place is t- to take the power away from, but also to insult the original. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
3: Totally. And
0: then now here's the other thing too, right? They, they have the uh, obelisk, which is represent the penis. Now that's also in line with the the planetary tree of life too. I think that's another way of laughing at us because um I don't know if you, any of you, I think yeah. it's you, Raymond, or maybe Lee too. Oh, have you seen the new uh, artwork in the Dallas or Denver International? That's
3: interesting. Yes. Oh, I saw the mural, but I don't remember really what it looks like.
0: And the, the um, what you call it, the uh, pillar coming up and going towards where Draco or Janice, <laughs> you know and then it comes back down to the the firmament so again too this whoever these you know let's be honest it almost seems like they're intentionally um again you look at the great shift too right so when they change the languages right they're doing everything they can to lock us in reincarnation back to this planet you know like by um having catholics worship the relics of which is a mortal sin if you read the book but they still worship them right
3: no, I totally, I totally am there with you. I mean, I definitely, I don't know. I have very, I have very ambivalent feelings about the church. Like I really don't hate it. And like, I don't hate it, but I also like, feel like there is some kind of very inversionary elements, but I don't always know. This is the thing is that when I listen to other conspiracy researchers, they tend to be very, um what's the word like very christian but in like the dogmatic way yeah sometimes they when they view things like i know i'm a magician i don't try and like bullshit it like it's just that's who i am i just like i mean that's what i'm interested in i'm interested in esoterica that's what i like so i just feel like sometimes they get dogmatic about things and some so it can be very hard to discern is this thing really bad or is it like something is just someone is just putting value on it because I see that a lot. I'm not saying you guys do that at all. I'm just, this is just what I'm working through.
2: There's a very good, you know, esoteric thing with the name Lucifer, you know, Lucifer is the morning light, the illumination. um, And people get all bent out of shape because, you know, I pointed out that the Catholics have a, a ceremony that they honor and sing to Lucifer. The problem is, is to be a Luciferian is not to worship Satan as, as people, that's not even a correct term, but, um, to be a Luciferian is to seek knowledge. Now, if you are a true Luciferian, you worship knowledge over everything else, which is another way that they have inverted this. They don't worship knowledge. Um, they, they praise it and they, they have their ceremony, but what they have done is another inversion rather than worshiping and being honorable with knowledge they hoard it and they subvert it and they occult it and they make it esoteric so even in the, the term Lucifer they have created an inversion and a lie they tell you the truth and the lie at the same time you know
0: and I'll answer Jen's question as well because um I was raised Catholic, you know. I'm I'm actually confirmed, but fuck that shit, because um, you know, one of the best stories in the, one of the best stories in the Bible. That motherfucker goes into the temple and kicks over tables. You think he would fucking accept this fucking piece of shit fucking Rome Vatican?
3: No, I <laughs> I don't think that. Absolutely, you're right <laughs> yeah, about that, the... but. And That's I'm my not, opinion. I'm on not it, in any way. I'm not in any way doing apology for the church. I'm really not. I'm just saying that there is something quite beautiful about it. As someone who has been known to play at Kabbalah, I'm not saying I'm like the best, but I'm. I'm not horrible. I just am saying that there is something there. I can see something in the Trinity. I can see elements mm-hmm. that are liberatory, not necessarily
2: um, evil. Or yeah. Like, well, you know. Let me say this. When you look at the laity versus the clergy, when you when you talk about laity versus clergy, clergy are those that are on the inside. Now, that's really rough for most people to understand. But it's the same throughout throughout all of the Western religions. You have the clergy, those who are on the inside. And then you have that esoteric group that is inside the clergy. And then you have the laity, which is everybody else on and they say it on the outside. The laity within the churches tend to be really good and good-hearted people and sincere in what they're doing, but that doesn't excuse the clergy and the esoteric group no, within the I, clergy for, for what they're doing. But you have to differentiate. That's what I'm trying to get at. You have to differentiate between the people who are good and the clergy and that esoteric group within the clergy that are not so good.
3: <laughs> no, that was they, very uh, well put, Raven. Sorry, John
0: The the other thing, too, is, right, uh, you got a lot of these. So, basically, they set it up that um, you're not supposed to question authority, and then they get you through their education, which is the same individuals, because, let's be honest, (coughs) the rabbinical class, the uh, priest class, the cleric class is the the banking class, which is the education class. And then they get you stuck in this realm forever, you know what I mean? If that makes sense.
2: A soul trap.
3: But I, okay, so I I think this was great. I think the answers were really great. I totally, I resonate with what you're saying, Raven. I'm vibing with it. I feel like we have to differentiate. Like, you have to have nuance. I know that's very, like, Exactly. 2019, the nuance, bro. But, like, honestly, bring that back. Because people are lacking it so bad right now. And I, it really bothers me lately. And I feel like, to to say that like one whole demographic are just like inferior bad i mean like who cares like racism is kind of funny sometimes but like you know they they can be way overboard can go way overboard oh yeah you know and just like people's rhetoric gets so okay i see what you're saying you know, I just think it's way overboard. Like, it's just so hysterical. I just, like, that's, it's too much. It's too much. Okay, well, I see
0: what you're saying. So let me correct myself previously.
3: No, no, I'm not correcting you, John. <laughs> no, said... I can correct
0: myself. Fuck the Vatican City
3: <laughs>
0: and not fuck <laughs> everyone who follows them because they may not be, um, you know, they may not have the time to actually research like I do. and uh, Exactly. They may 100%. not have the time and effort to look into this because they, you know, they've just been dogmatic for their whole life. But fuck that entire well, city
3: and everything about well, that city. No, you're totally right. I totally agree. But with let you. me, I, I agree with what Raven said, though, too, that you really do have to mm-hmm. take around.
2: Well, also, let me say this, too. I worked with Franciscans when I was in South America, and they are a whole different type of people. They are like the laborers, the workers, the 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 community people. Now, now, you didn't see a cardinal out there. You didn't see a bishop out there, but you saw the Franciscan monks. And don't get me wrong, y'all. Listen to me. I know some of those Franciscans are Jesuits. I know this. But we found a very, very helpful very community orientated very sincere group of people within the franciscan friars so i want to be fair to, to even that part of the clergy because they're very different and and that's where people make their mistakes when you lump everybody into a class and you're not willing to walk in their shoes and see them as the different pieces and parts um so many people get caught up like I don't know if we're going to get in trouble for this, but today I, I keep hearing Jews, 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 Jews. Yes, 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 they yes. don't differentiate between Zionist Bolsheviks, who aren't Jews, and Torah following Judeans. There are two completely different groups of people. And if you're not willing to differentiate between those who are guilty of crimes and those who are being acted upon by the criminals, <laughs> then you you miss the whole point. Yeah. I also no, think you're, Sorry, right. sorry, Perfect. Lee. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. On, Raven. What, what do you think of? I know this is a bit far out, but with especially with you know the four faces, what do you think about that being linked to uh cherubim angels?
3: Yeah, I love that generally. <sighs>
2: He he throws angels at me. See how he is? Well, you know, the original original translation from the languages, angels were messengers. They traveled from above to below and they were messengers. They're nothing like anybody describes them today. Um, They carried messages from those who were above and awake. To those who were below and asleep now when you talk about the the four faces and you talk about janice and you talk about thoth it seems like thoth was a messenger Janus was a messenger to start out with before all this stuff started getting inverted um i think the inversion goes back to the sabbatine frank honestly, because that's where you start seeing the dad and what was their goal to be as evil as they possibly could in order to force their god to come back to them um And if you look at society since then. (laughs) No, I just
3: wanted to say I agree with you, Raven, but I actually think it goes back so much further than that.
2: Oh, yeah, I I, I agree.
0: I'll throw a wrinkle in. Um, You know, that uh, Raven you and I covered the nine creation waves of creation. Well, you get um, the Reformation, and then you get uh, Sabatine Frank also all around us started the sixth wave of creation there.
2: Yeah, and that's something else to bring up. You know, you got maybe the nine seven, waves. Maybe. Yeah, you got the nine waves of creation, but we also have seen within this, I call it a holographic humanarium all. I, I, <laughs> Jen doesn't, probably doesn't know this about me, but for me, I tell everybody flat out I am a occultologist, <laughs> but I'm, I'm a, Mystic Gnostic. That's what I am. I, I don't see this as reality. I see this as Maya every bit of its illusion But we see these waves coming out from the galactic center and they seem to be timed With these disastrous cycles every 12,000 so many years um, I think this goes back through the cycles I think it goes back through Atlantis and Lemuria because in both of those places thought is spoken of and in both of those places immediately thereafter thoughts or Janus ends up in a different place, creates a civilization, teaches them all the stuff that they need to do after the catastrophe, and then starts this whole cycle of the two-faced, the dichotomy between good and evil again. Now, it, it, people are like, what? But now, hold on a second. Every time we have restarted, we've had the people who were trying to live with the land and in synchronicity with, with the simulation that we're in. And then we had the ones who immediately set out to destroy everything in it. We've always had those two faces, and it seems like a, a, a self-inflicted wound within this environment that we live in.
0: And I'll jump in. I stole, uh, I stole this idea from, um, well, this, uh, from, there's a stars which I watch on YouTube every once in a while. But um, with him, he talks about the six generations of Adam and the second generation like uh the second whatever that they list in the so the two set generations it's kane and um kane and Seth or whatever Seth. well they have almost identical first six names right so the two generate are like the two lines are almost the exact same for the first six generations before the flood. So again, two. Then you're also tying in there where you have the two, where one's just kind of work into, you know as far as the Bible goes, go forth and uh, be married, whatever, spread seed, and the others just started destroy.
1: Yeah.
2: What? General. <laughs>
3: No, I, I'm i finding this really interesting maybe. as well. I just think it's like, I I mean, we live in a cycle. That's very clear to me. That's very clear in the Dharmic literature. I do think dualism is the greatest evil. I do personally have that opinion. But that's a very Dharmic, like, yes. most normie Hindus would pretty much say, like, they're Advaita or non-dual. So maybe that's why. You know, I'm... I'm, I'm starting to think away from... Tr- I try and, like, cut through po- the dialectic. I try and cut through the polarity. I try mm-hmm. and see what's the third rail or the third pillar. And I'm not saying I'm good at it, and I'm not saying I'm, like, perfect at it either. <laughs> I'm, just saying I'm I'm trying to work through things. That's what I'm, like, my whole process lately has been, is trying to, like, see what's beyond, you know, what people are saying or what the story seems to be. I just... Because I just feel like the 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 like the histrionic dualism is so toxic. And you know, I I'm definitely someone who was like really on and I find the Sabotean Francis thing very interesting. Like don't get me wrong, it's very interesting. And I could spend like honestly three episodes just on that because I actually find that I find that history just insane, and all the things that were happening. But it wasn't just them, and I think that that's no. the problem. There was the German Illuminus. There was Bohem. There was the Tree God in Pomerania that mm-hmm. looks just like Shiva. I mean, there's just so much stuff. There's so much stuff, and then it's global at all the stuff in Turkey and the jinn worship and the secret Don may villages that were like, um, you know, doing like Muslim block or Islamic block magic. I mean, you just have so much different things, honestly. Well,
0: I'll just put on this a little bit. (laughs) This is with my personal experiences right now. I mean, you know, I definitely have some sort of uh, attachment to me currently and I'm working through it, but again, too, like, um, what, where do those attachments come from? Two of the three that I said tied to these uh, these people, right? Uh, the the school, their education, and the, the clergy, right? You know, those are where uh, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, abuses. you know, and then let's be honest, you can create the environment where even um like let's say my uh, situation, and maybe my parents weren't necessarily like in occult or whatever, but. If you beat a child enough and then you're bringing them to an environment where there are um, these uh, dark spirits present, easy to attach.
3: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, John. And then it, it's, it's a way um, to
0: lock us in, too, right? So you think of it that way, too, right? You do the best you can as a person. But sometimes, you know, something that, you know, let's be honest, sometimes uh, people have the things that are greater than them and they kind of drive them down roads where they don't even make the decision, so to speak, right? It's not necessarily free will because... They're being interfered with from outside, so to speak.
3: No, that that totally makes sense to me. I also think, you know, I I totally agree. I think that that's very interesting. I think that that makes sense. Then the three pillars would be school or education. Um, what was the other one? Clergy that you said, and then the yeah, the science. So yep. healthcare. Well,
0: banking totally too. Cool. Uh, kind of banking would be well for all of them, but I guess.
2: Well, yeah, but now but, but let's go back.
0: that
3: interconnects
2: them, isn't it? Well, well, let's go back to what Jin just said. You got the three pillars. You got the education. You got the religion, and what was the third one, Jin? Sciences, science, sciences. All right. So now you have the three basic principles of magic.
0: Wait, wait, wait! I got this here. That, that's binaj took point Kether with um, banking being dot.
3: Well, banking... exactly. The not
2: like that mixture, banking is the one that overthrows the other three, right?
3: That's then those are the two most powerful of the eight, so that makes sense. Wow, we got powerful. I shouldn't say that. I'm trying to be less. I'm trying, <laughs> to be I'm try, no, I'm trying. I don't want to put density. <laughs> density about them in more of a holistic way not so yes. magical I agree. but more in a intellectual like wisdom science process so let me just say those are very influential spheres on our reality rather than and the then,
0: I think of it this way too right is uh, you have the janice where he has the four faces originally with the quadrifrons or the whatever but then if we're saying that dot is going to be the banking so then only the three that are visible are going to be the sciences
3: yes so it's not, edu- it's not education, yeah. Like in fourth, it's the uh, it's how you make a cube, really. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah. So, well, and <laughs> well, think think about this. Uh, a tribute to Jordan Maxwell. Uh, if you have the current of life, right? You have the current of life. You have the water of life flowing through the flowing through the banks. What they have done is they have inverted it. They have created currency. To dominate the current of life, and banks to control it.
3: brilliant. Yeah, uh, it was. You guys are just speaking my language tonight. I'm just. <laughs> well, I'll
0: tell you what. Um, even like this week, and uh, we we were planning on doing a, a bunch of stuff on Gladio and uh, Silvio Borsconi, But I, man, anytime I go near Rome, I can't fucking help but find this. You know, everywhere. So. Um, but even then, uh, I sent you the things there, too, with Belgrade, all right? So then we're talking about the two faces. Well, Serbians have the two faces on the flag, right? The two headed eagles.
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we also have. Right. That's image.
0: Well, that's because they're Habsburgs, uh, whatever it was, their king or queen right? or whatnot. Yes. But um, So, yeah, and I, I found all the ties to uh, the Iannis or Iannis or Janus or y- uh, Yahweh All through Belgrade, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then, you know, um, No, it makes sense. It's kinda funny too. I didn't mean a a crown. What's that?
3: I'm just thinking of the two-headed eagle, and then you would have the third running up through the spine. So the head would point straight up, facing upwards. That would be the crown. Then the two, just like you said, banan choke moss, then you have the supreme triad. Those two are the ones that fight over this reality, and then the crown is always the one who goes out, is outside of that.
0: anything hermetic teaching, right? They're using the principles yes. of uh to against us to enslave
2: us, so to speak, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, now hang on a second, guys. General's gonna love this since you guys have brought this up. Think about all this if you guys haven't heard them, think about all the podcasts I did on aeromonic influence. Araman is a, is a two-faced deity he embraces you with love and kindness and technology and science then he indoctrinates you into materialism so that he can enslave you and entrap you in this in the eighth sphere where you cannot get away it's a soul trap um does that not sound like what we've been talking about with Iannis and the rest of these two-faced deities?
3: I agree, okay. but I, I don't I don't know, Raven. I'm but this I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm actually I think you're right. I think you are right from a from like a Kabbalistic perspective. I totally think you're right. It's describing at it how I've always read it described, how I've heard it described. I'm just on a different Trajectory with Banah and Saturn, and like when General Lee and I did the series, it just—I uh, don't know—it almost felt like him and I were doing like a, like a, it was like I did some kind of, we were doing some kind of alchemical process because I came away from those Kali episodes, I came mm-hmm. away very different. Like uh, my thinking changed a lot about. But you're also Saturn.
0: You're putting your perspective in their shoes. You know what I mean.
2: Yes, you when, know your but, the, but the other thing, too, is by observing and becoming aware, you become an initiate on the third path rather than being indoctrinated and controlled. And that's what I have always, you know, from the from the very first time I, I started that from the initiate series. The first thing I pointed out is the minute you see the bullshit for what it is, you know, and you realize that this is Bullock's. <laughs> tribute to my friend General Bullocks. Um, th- then what happens is 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 they're no longer slapping you in the chin with the Bullocks sack. Um, you start down a road and your awareness changes and now you're no longer controlled. That is where your will comes in versus theirs.
3: no, i totally I totally agree with you. I just see a different, I, I totally agree, and you know, like Hode, is my favorite sphere really because obviously it's where the will is kind of in a way well i mean they're in all the spheres but obviously that is <laughs> the most important to refining what that even means um so i just think i don't know i just i feel like the saturn thing is wrong i it's not
2: wrong
0: oh I saturn no wrong. no 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 saturn this you're thing, right way.
2: you're right about that you're right about that go ahead jonah
0: uh, so Saturn, the, the only reason that they present that they worship Saturn is because it um it, Jupiter interferes with their atmosphere, right? It's yes. the only planet that Jupiter interferes with Saturn's sphere. So yes. they're literally telling you that they worship Jupiter by this, telling you that they're worshiping Saturn.
3: You're totally speaking, that This is honestly what I've been on for like a month and a half. I like yep. worship Jupiter or... It's the dialectical process between Bena and Chesed, which is like mm-hmm. the archetype for people who don't know Kabbalah. And then, so, interestingly, Saturn is like a judge kind of archetype. So that actually fits very well because they like kind of worship the contract as well.
0: Yeah. So like everything they do, right? Uh, again, too, I was telling you, I was saying along with when we recording this week, I'm like, man, even I'm coming to the point where like Nimrod is not the character that they've put him in the Bible. And that they've put him to be, I'm thinking that Nimrod was actually, you know, was um, he served his purpose? But then a few generations, when you have the Lagash, because it's a double-headed eagle of Lagash, which comes in and actually yeah, the one of the, the um, I forget which one, but one of the guys, one of the kings of Babylon, it comes from Lagash, and that's kind of where the the, the society starts to crumble, and then it moves on. It's the same story told over and over and over, but they always steal. The name or the the, the um, heroes of this the location where they're um, moving on from, you know what I mean?
3: Hundred no, a hundred percent. You're totally. i totally on this wavelength today.
2: <laughs> well, and and the other thing too to remember here is is that those who do not know their history are doomed to repeat it. And what have these this specific group that that has inverted this stuff over time? What have they made sure to do? Destroy history every opportunity they get.
3: No, you're totally right about that. It's
2: very dramatic.
0: No, I was going to say most definitely because I was just agreeing.
2: Um, but you know, for me, it's it's like okay, let's take the Kabbalah for for an example because I I think the Kabbalah works fantastically if you put it right side up. You know, but when you look at amazing. when you look at Oh yeah, but when, but when you look at what these people do, Jonah hit on something a few. Uh, well, it's been a couple months now ago. Damn, that goes quick. Um, <laughs> he hit on something the other a while back. It was, what? What year was that? Uh, thirty-nine World's uh, Fair. The nineteen thirty-nine World's Fair. They had people entering through the Life Port and exiting through the Death Port. They were inverting the Kabbalah for their ceremony.
0: And uh, yeah, they literally had it laid out where. Um, Corona gate was at Malkuth, and flushing gate was at Kether, which would be flushing your uh, waist. Right. So then you're uh, upside down completely.
3: Right. You told me about this it actually blew my mind when you told me that because I was like, dang, Jonah is a good at Kabbalah B. That is really I've interesting. Never done it ever. I just,
0: I, was, but I just, it, it's, it. <laughs>
3: that's the thing. It's that's what people don't understand. That's the truth. There's no doing Kabbalah. Kabbalah is just talking about it is writing about it is thinking about it that's all kabbalah is it's just thinking about the densities doing the spiritual practices now if i was if i was jewish i would be praying and doing those prayers obviously i'm not jewish so i do my buddhist things however it is so similar it's like almost indistinct from the other so when mm-hmm. Learn about things that are so similar, they eventually bleed into how you start to think about the world. So, I'm just saying that people who are like so anti don't even read about it and they cannot see how beautiful it is. Exactly, exactly what Buddhism says. Ramek said that the inside of the cores of all the spheres, just like I said seven times, which when generally and I did the series, are always pristine, like turquoise, God without quality. That's the whole purpose. It's like looking at the beautiful blue sky. So, I mean, people realize that and like could see that and how beautiful that is. And the idea is people would just not do the Kabbalah cave. I really, that bothers me so much lately. I don't even know why.
2: Well, yeah, but the other thing to think about here, you know, I did a whole general, (laughs) I'm not promoting myself, but I did a whole series on real magic. Right. And, uh, I pointed out that a lot of the right-hand path things, which is self-development, spiritual development, natural energies, has been converted to left-hand dark arts. And they have done the same thing with the Kabbalah.
3: No, you're totally right. I, and I did, I mean, I talked about this with NYP and on a different show called Here Comes the Backlash. So I know, like, yes, Lurias the Sabateans, absolutely. There was other people way before that, though, like the Huns. Yes. I'm really on, from the 5th and 6th century, and they they get assigned God the quality of daytime and nighttime. I feel that's very interesting Janice. stuff. I, feel like that's, I know, right? I was just thinking Good. that too. And, <laughs> and that's where the two-headed eagle comes into Tantra from, from that time. I don't know if they're related, I haven't really looked into it, but I think it's really interesting because that's when that head, like that kind of symbolic or deity form, yeah, well, I can
0: tell you when the oldest known, um, the oldest known double-headed eagle in history appears, it's in Turkey. hmm Makes sense. It because is it's called, old, um, it's at Sphinx Gate and it celebrates, so it's in the old Turkish, whatever, but it's at Sphinx Gate. Um, so that also has a fun to tie in there too, right? And the Sphinx. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. Now, we know the uh, other thing too. The other thing too that we get into, and and folks, if you're listening to us, when we get done with this show, we'll all most of us will give you a way to get in contact with us. So if you're doing research along these lines, man, do not hesitate to get a, get a hold of one of us, and we'll get you on with us. But my thing is, is when you turn this stuff into a left hand dark arts situation, whether it be in the Catholic rituals or with the Kabbalah or folks, I don't, I don't walk on a different line. I know native Americans who are so dark left-hand path people that they won't get within a hundred yards of me. (laughs) I just shake them to their foundations. Um, I chose the right-hand path because I had done the left-hand path and found it wanting.
3: (laughs) No, there's, I mean, that's my background too. And so I just feel like, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't consider myself right hand path in this in the way. Like I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm not being like weird or edge barred. I'm just middle. Well, I'm a the, middle player, right? Like I am. It. That's it. That's it. So there are sometimes you play in the left pillar and play in the right pillar. It's just inevitable, and you know the dualistic tendency of people to assign evil qualities to everything. That's actually very negative, in my opinion.
2: Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, for me, it's. Go ahead. Let's, I'll finish this real quick. For me, I'm tattooed. So if you don't think that I used right hand path things 100%. Uh, um, with the left hand path things to be emblazoned with the tattoos that I have is fully left hand work. All right. But at the same time, you use the right hand path energies that you, you accumulate over time to focus those left-hand things in the proper middle path. And what we've seen over time is people either go straight to the left-hand path because it's, they think it's easier, and it's more beneficial, or you'll see some of them who have always been right-hand path and will not touch the left-hand path. But the Um, thing
3: was right. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I I just, go ahead. I always thought I was right-hand path, and then I realized that, like, I was so far left-hand path. Like, I even my ideal ideological way of thinking. I just think, I think that it's really easy. I think that is the that is the positive of like saying things are evil, like in the when way of like if you're re- growing up religious. I can understand mm-hmm. parents do say that because obviously it is very difficult because I'm very smart and I still like made a huge fuck up so it wasn't like you know like idiot so, oh yeah
2: well you know I, I think, mean it's so easy I think what happens to us is, 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 is we start down a path and we end up stepping over a line and we realize that well wait a second I can't go there that's not me um, but there are people who that is their path and a lot of people don't understand that there are people amongst us their path is to be dark And to do dark things, now that doesn't mean that they have permission to do it to me. No, but that is, but that is their path.
3: No, No, I don't, and I also don't use. I like, I would never do magic now or whatever. Like, I would never do that. I only do the Buddhist things. I'm very generally knows. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying. um, Sorry, Jonah, go ahead. I was
0: going to jump in with two things here, and wow, Raven. I think someone's listened to our show and put like my um, idea about the uh, CGI there at the Tesla park. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm looking at my own screen, so I say, damn it, I'm retarded. <laughs> okay, two things here. <laughs> um, uh, as far as with the good and the bad, um, if you go into the nine creations away, or ways of creation, that came into good and evil was uh, first imprinted on humans in around 5,000. So like, if you look back, there's no word just before that, etc. cetera. But the other thing that I'm going to point out here again, going back to Belgrade and the, like the Habsburg empire in the chat there, I put two different uh, 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 churches there. In. so one of them is called the Holy Ascension. And it's also on 44 again, a little, a little parallel, or I mean, a multiple of 11. Then you have <laughs> another one. I don't even know how to say that was Serbian, but it's address 11147. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't come through all that well, but yeah, it's, uh, I'll put the name in there. God damn, it, it didn't come through all that well because I did from my phone to my laptop. But, uh, well, and that's the
2: other thing, too. Folks, folks discount astrology and numerology, um, and they really shouldn't because even if you don't follow it, the people that we are trying to track and trace – have followed it throughout history. Um, What aggravates me with with like Geomatra is people are always looking at Geomatra in in the past instead of trying to apply it to the future. Um, If we could get people who really knew how to use Geomatra and to date it out, we would have the same roadmap that these people who have been doing this for thousands of years know. And on the last thing I want to say is, is, is the splitting of the the dichotomy at five thousand eight hundred years ago was after that last cat- that last major cataclysm six thousand years ago. So that's interesting.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, Sorry.
2: Go ahead, ahead
3: no, Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say that. Honestly, I agree with that. I think that that actually makes sense. I think the six, and then, you know, I think that that's a very important number for, as I always say, state ritual, I'm sure. Jeff- mm-hmm. You know, I just think six is the state number, is the is number of state ritual, it makes sense. The number of the sun, it's a civilizational number. It, it You know, it appears in everything. It looks like a horse's head. They used to do the horse sacrifice for the sun. I mean, it just makes sense. And mm-hmm. I just feel like... People also get that one wrong too. So I'm really glad that you said that about the like the you know, about the timeline and the understandings and you know, everything. Yeah. First <laughs> you got general
2: back? general general still with us. <laughs>
1: yeah, me I mean, yeah, I've got one for the actually. What about um you've got to back on to Zora Ashton, you've got Arriman and uh, he his Adversary
2: equivalent
1: our master and linked
2: to... Bruce. Well, you know, Sorath is an interesting thing because uh, Sorath, the sun demon, as is taught there, uh, applies to the ja- the great jaguar in the sky, which, you, Joan is going to love this, that takes you back to Ursa. Oh,
0: Ursa, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah which is Janice in the
2: sky. Yeah. In, in South America, Ursa is the Jaguar. And they said the Jaguar came down and consumed the earth with the sun, with fire. Um, you know, you go to the four ages, uh, the four ages of mankind, you go to the four earths. Um, each time it's been consumed by fire, the sun, the Japanese have the story of the angry princess who, who called the sun down to destroy her brother. um, so we have this Zorath, the sun demon in every region of the world. It's it's called something different, but it still amounts to four times <coughs> the earth has been destroyed. Four times men have started had to start over again. And each time it's been the sun God who got angry and did the destroying. Um, and then the floods come through and cleaned it out. So. We. Take modern science and you put it with mythology, which is where I'm at with the esoteric studies. Um, you take first the mythology, then you take the oral traditions, and then you take the science. And if all three of those things line up, then the science is explaining what people were trying to convey over the centuries. Um, Sorath the Sun Demon ties into Aramonic teachings because it says that people will be the way they are today, and technology will be the way it is today, and materialism will be the day it is the way it is today. And at that point in time, when when civilization has rebuilt itself to this point, you need to watch the sky because Sorath the Sun Demon will get angry and put us right back to the Stone Age again.
0: Almost like, uh, you know, um, almost like we're maxing out the hard drive of the uh, humanarium.
2: Exactly. And, you know, I pointed that out in my humanarium podcast because once you get to a certain point, then you can't facilitate what's going on anymore. So it resets. And if you look at humanity over time, over over the 12,000 years that we kind of know about, at 6,000 years, it got really bad, and it reset in the middle of what had normally been. And then it did it again at 3,000 years. <laughs> so something's happening where it's getting closer and closer together, and I, I don't know how to oh, explain that. that total other that
3: makes sense. Sorry, Raven.
2: Well, I don't know how to explain it other than the shallow breaths of Brahma. And well, that's, that's, what what
3: I... I was, that's what I was going to say. It's Brahma. I mean, he turns. This is the thing. Brahma changes the brahma and, and whoever that is it changes so when he turns up 100 he dies like for real and but his time is different than our time so we actually are coming up on his birthday really soon here so he will be 51 and then
0: 27
3: is that when it is
0: i was saying don't tell me it is because that's also going to be um that's gonna be the uh, celebration of the fire gods or whatever uh, for the um, ancient Aztec Inc. and um, Tlaloc.
3: Well, exactly. I, okay, so the number that I've been working with and I've said on a different show with General Lee was twenty-one
2: thirty-five. Okay, okay. We'll see. So, and, and and I got the beginnings. I got the beginnings of the birth pangs starting in twenty twenty-four. Well, his birthday Plus,
3: for 51 is coming up, right? So that, that totally makes well, sense that it's going to happen now.
2: Well, and the thing about it is, is if you take all the different cultures that I've studied, it, start, it started in 2017. The middle of the birth pangs is in 2024, and it will not end until 2031. How's that for convenient?
0: <laughs> well, again, to another thing is... um again without nine waves creation you know it's not identical obviously but um with the new uh the last wave there at 2011 basically with his books he says that um or with his philosophy philosophy whatever he's saying that um 2043 would be when everything should settle down into its like normal moving
2: forward 11 years yeah, <laughs> okay, that
3: actually makes, I actually kind of agree with that, because I think that the thing that I realized when I was doing the series generally was that we do live in a Neptunian era, and we've lived in it for, I don't know, maybe two decades, maybe mm-hmm. less, but at least since 2020, like it's been very noticeable, the smog, the mystification, the kind of like, even how dusky the cloud, the sky gets. That's very Kabbalah too. People don't even realize
2: that to yeah, mystify and, and... the
3: sky like that. It actually has a very symbolic meaning of like mystifying Chokmah, mystifying wisdom, and like obscuring our knowledge. Like it was what Raven was saying before when they use this idea of desire. Because I wouldn't really call it love, but it's desire, mm-hmm. and then they, and then they also use this other idea of instruction like the false guru, like very Rahu and Ketu, like the dragon is like the Demiurge kind of, and then his tail is kind of like the teacher that says that he can get us out of the clutches of the Demiurge, but they're really one thing.
2: Exactly. And that's the Aramonic teachings too. Aramon comes and and gives you, Aramon comes and gives you all the information that you need, and then he brings you to this place where materialism overrules spiritualism, um, physical overwhelms the natural, and you end up with a complete swipe into the tail. And you know what's interesting too is after talking to uh, Stein Fox about Ragnarok, um, that that little that little beastie that gets loose has already been loosed from his chains three three times. So even they have the same stories.
0: And then you got my philosophy on Ragnarok, too,
3: right?
2: <laughs> it's cyclical, you know?
3: Well, here. No, one you know, I, I went on. Uh, sorry, Jonah. No, go ahead. I went oh. on uh, Greyhorn Pagans also. And uh, yeah, I think that definitely there's a story there. I think that there's a story with the Matrikas the Pleiades goddesses and the big dipper and the like turning of the axle of time that is the wolf Mm -hmm. goddess and then the sun descends I mean that's happening I mean that is really happening I don't know if it's happening in like a magical way but it might just be happening in like a dialectical way in like a conversational way and, and a mythological way So that Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that's what I think that people have a hard time with, is that they think it's very literal. It's not always literal. Things can have a non-dual meaning, right? Like, Raven, you understand that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the other thing, too, is, is a lot of people aren't like, the bunch of us that get together, they don't study across cultures and across time. The other thing that a lot of people miss out on is if I'm reading something written 3,000 years ago, if I don't understand the culture and the mentality and the structure of those people, then reading it does me absolutely no good. <laughs> so it then worries me now that we've said all
3: this. Sorry, Jonah, I'll let you go. I've not gone on forever. Um, I just want to say that they are saying that there is going to be a war on Dharma in the next in 2024. So that Mm -hmm. is actually quite working now that we're saying like dates and actual things are really happening and we all can kind of like see that things are kind of happening. Anyways, I think that's
2: exactly well, you know, I got to point out, though, that in all the teachings it says that you can walk through this if you maintain yourself without being touched by it. No, you're totally right. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be emotionally like me. I had to grieve when I realized how many people were going to die. There's just no way you can't if you understand what's happening. Um, But you also realize that all these things that have been written about, whether you go from the Buddhist traditions or from the Aramaic traditions or from Native traditions culturally— they've told us what to expect and if you're not hardened to it and you're not ready for it and you can't maintain that middle path don't choose sides then you're going to be caught up in it rather than passing through it and it doesn't mean we're going to get out of this alive it doesn't mean that we're going to get out of this alive it just means that we're going to get out of this with our spiritual connection still attached rather than broken
0: now i just posted something today where it says uh bill cooper or he was talking about how Israel was created for the apocalypse. Now, let's go back to the rabbinical class, the the, the priest class. Okay, They've yeah. had this knowledge all along and they've been using it against us. Mm-hmm. Lining us up to call us as maximal as possible in their eyes.
2: Yeah, true. Okay. Uh, if you look, if you look at the apocalypse, that is a revelation. No, I'm I'm there. I'm there. It's doing exactly that right now. It is revealing everything. But yeah.
3: I also think I also think it's not. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'll say the astrological thing. So in Vedic astrology, Israel has just entered. It's Mars. It's Mars and Rahu are in conjunction from its birth date, 1947. So, uh, yeah, when Mars, that in advance. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know if they did, but probably, obviously, they did because they run charts for everything. That's what people don't really understand either. Exactly. <laughs> they really do run charts for everything. Like but all this. why it take
0: 30 now. years from the Balfour Declaration to call it a country.
2: Yeah, and I mean, that's, and totally that's what's why. And that's what Jen, Jen is getting at is is that these these people whether you believe it or not makes no difference whether you know it works or not makes no difference they know it and they use it to plan things but go ahead jen
3: oh no i just think that's so crazy but um so so the same thing will happen to india also founded in 1947 I believe mm-hmm. they will enter their Mars in their Rahu or Rahu will enter. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say Mars will enter. Rahu will enter the, the Mars of their birth chart in 2024. So something mm. is going to really pop off in India. Well, but well, in we'll two we'll because they're at the same time, right? Oh, that's right, because of partition. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe a have to happen every like couple hundred years or every like whatever maybe year. they're designed so, to happen by the same people yeah I that makes the most sense right well and I mean, here's the other thing the... though
0: is um jim with that thing i posted for you the other day right where well, i sent you the other day uh, with the theory they couldn't uh, nine ways of creation right um they know the end of the nation state is coming up as well so they have all these nations that start going into their march or whatever their uh, mars like you said when they know the nation state is also going to be dying where they're going to be trying to establish themselves as the controllers when the new whatever new realm begins
3: no, you're mm-hmm. 100% right, Jonah, and I <coughs> Rahu is a dragon, so when I say, like, oh, Mars is, or Rahu's entering the, dra- uh, the Mars, you can just think of it as, like, a dragon entering that planetary power. So, it's like, he's kind of like the guardian protector of Malkuth, you could say, or our world. And Mm -hmm. he swims around it in the blood ocean. That's how it's described. So I've been kind of thinking maybe like Malkuth and Dath are kind of like the same sphere in a way. Because if you're non-dual, then you can perceive both like beauty of the kingdom as well as the carnal ground, like the reality behind Maya. You can perceive both at the same time. And then those spheres are really one thing. So it's kind of like an elevator for how we, I know people are going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? But <laughs> it really, if you look at the tree, it what I'm saying really makes sense because the sun and the moon are not really perfectly aligned like that. Like they're not like two, it's not like Tippereth and Yesod in a straight line, right? Like they're slightly off kilter. Yes. So the reality is, is like we can travel upward through our kingdom, and our kingdom is inside of us. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It goes
2: goes back to, you know, I'm I'm native. I can't help myself. It goes back to very simple. You can see the physical and still be part of the spiritual. You don't have to separate the two. And when you do, then you've made your choice. And see, that's where we're at today. You look at these people who... Refuse to see what's being revealed they cling to all of the indoctrination and the programming knowing that it's not right I mean, I'm sorry, but if you are seeing what is happening today And you are going along with it willingly without speaking out without standing your ground without standing up for what you spiritually know is right then you are making a choice and That is where we're at. We're at that splitting of the paths Um, There are going to be those who choose the material and the aramonic identity and then there are going to be those who refuse now That doesn't mean that those who refuse are going to live on physically. That's the that's the thing that most people don't understand When you transform alchemically, that means that you are going to transmute into your light body There's only one way to do that. That's to leave this one Um, And people don't want to hear that there is there, there is no way out of this that you're not dead physically and now, physical death doesn't mean anything
0: <laughs> now let's go ahead here and while we're talking about this something just popped in my head you know i have always said i'm really good at uh, putting things together when they hit me you know belgrade we're talking about four different destructions right so then the belgrade mm-hmm. the, the victor you remember that statue that i sent you raven that i also just put in the skype chat yes that's on the forty-four degree, the, uh, by the Habsburgs, obviously, because they're in Serbia. So you talk about four generations, four represents, represents uh, representations of eleven is forty-four, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have the victor standing on the forty-four degree parallel. Some some symbolism in there, at least I think so. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, and and then you got New York City, New York, on the thirty-third par- parallel. <laughs>
0: Hmm. I wonder what major cities on 44 in uh, North America.
3: What city? Huh? What's that? What cities?
0: That um, that that's the things that statues just put in with the and what kind of bird is that in? Is and in the eagle? Um, oh,
2: that, that's the, Belgrade.
0: Yeah, that's in Belgrade, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it, the Again, that's at the east of the, 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 the city, I believe. So the, then again, you're also close to the eastern gates. So, man, everything in that city, like the more like it almost all has ties to this shit.
3: <laughs> no, you're totally right.
0: And, uh, and then with um, Belgrade too, right? right. Well, that was the Austro Hungary or whatever empire, right? Then it became the uh, <laughs> Yugoslavia.
2: Yes, yep.
0: And and here's the other funny thing. He's on an obelisk. St. Petersburg. What's on an obelisk? That's that's the celebration of uh, the Stalingrad again, too. Like, why why would they do that that for the celebration of Stalingrad, right? You know what I mean? Or the Battle of Stalingrad because it's Freemason City. It's nothing to do with um, the old czar or whatnot.
3: I just want to say this because it's so crazy. I just saw <laughs> a thing of Christine Lagarde, the the lady from the European Central Bank, and she's standing in front of a screen that is literally the Yasod colours. Like, 100%. I'm not making it up. She's wearing, like, a black suit, and she's wearing, like, this crazy lotus pendant, and it's just so obvious. I'm just saying. I just saw it that. That's all. They
2: do that well,
0: again. Too. That's that's the way that they're trying to control us too, right? And the hidden through the like you know, the, the finances is the end of goal. But then you have that's the um it. they t- take your kids, and, you know, in the Raven's case, they kidnap them at gunpoint, and ours we kind of give them up freely. Uh, we, they give them forces of indo- indoctrination, you know, they got into um what's his name? Uh, Loyola. I said, Hey, give me a child till he's seven, and I'll give you the man. You know, and then you also have the sciences where they lie and give you science that does not make sense, but people believe it because it's published as a peer review. And then the last one is the, um, they take over the, you know, the rabbinical class, the Jewish, I mean, the, the priest class, the declare class, whatever religion it is. It's
3: Jonah, difficult. you they know that over. they're not all that one religion.
2: Whatever, but you know. know. But you also have, but you also have. Let's give you a good example here in the United States. In the 1970s, they created the 5013 c class for the churches to be tax-free.
3: Constantine created the tax exemption in history, and the exactly as you cannot forget about that. The NGOs <laughs> exactly, are the Crocs are the secular religion are literally for secular progressives, exactly. And then you have
0: the labor unions that are also uh, the. The communist plot, you
3: yes. know, they're they're all the 501c4s. As well as the, the, we just need to say the Libertarian Institute is also a 501c4.
2: As a libertarian, I feel like I need to say that. But, you, but you know, what we're talking about is the different syndicates within this group. They syndicate each individual control.
3: Right. I mean, it's working groups. It's very Fabian. It's very oh yeah, it's very select elect. It's very. I mean, there's other uh, like sects of tantra now that I can think of it that say to go get initiations into other things so you can all bring it back and synthesize it. So and it what? it does make sense to me.
2: Well, and you know, let's go back to the the real great resets that I've talked about. Um, first thing, to, first thing to point out is the word "reset" is European law, and it means to steal property or assets with the intent of keeping it for your own use. So that's what real the reset actually is. They've been they've been in the process of doing this for about four hundred years globally, but uh, the great reset is when they intend to steal everything. Now. Back to the children, what, what, uh, <laughs> no, that's trying to kill the Hydra. Um, it's, a, it's, yeah, an image where is it? just that. um, I'm not sure where that one's at. I've seen it I before. know I just
0: found it, in a, but anyways, to get back to what you were saying, but I'll also throw in real quick, three, six, nine, March 6th of the, 2009, Hillary gave the incorrect reset button to the, um, Russian Levrov.
2: That's true. But you know, it's, the thing about it is, is like when you talk about the kids, we can go back. Most people are familiar with Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist was set at a time when adults were rounded up and put in an asylum and the kids were pretty much, there were so many of them that there were street urchins is what they called them in the story, running the streets. And they became criminal gangs. They became uh, slaves inside factories and so forth and so on. What people don't understand was that was the first time they did it, it was in that, that era. The second time that they did it was in the 1800s. Right here in the United States, they rounded up people who were con- trarians, people who were overly intelligent, people who would not go along, they put them in asylums and we ended up with the orphan trains. So this is not a system that we have not seen at least twice in recent history. If you go back to the Romans, the Romans did it. They went in and rounded up the children and killed off the adults. Um, The Jesuits, as they spread out with their banking system, did the same thing throughout Europe um, at different points in time. Um, 770, I'm reasonably sure about, and then again in 1190. That
0: would have in Ravenna, right? Um,
2: yeah. And then yeah, again in 1190, and then, and then again in, in, uh, <laughs> you guys are going to love this because it gets closer and closer together again in about 1420. And then again in 16, in the 1600s and then again in the 1800s. So we're there again, every 200 years, they have pulled this shit.
0: Be crazy, man. These are some wild. Statues. I'm online right now. There's some wild statues out there, I'm telling you that. But, anyways, I'm distracted. <laughs> yeah, where's we'll that statue from? I, I don't know. I had the I, I searched for the uh Victor in um uh I, I used the Yandex, right? So, I looked for the one in Belgrade, and then that Hydra was there. Then, this next one I just posted of Genghis Khan. Like, where are these things? Like, there's some the wild shit in this hair feed. My apologies, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> <my brain. laughs>
2: Folks, I got to tell you, that's one reason why that I like to work with Jonah so much. is because when, like in this case, we have Jen, we have Jen in general, and myself, and we're talking about all kinds of tangentials, and all of a sudden Jonah hits on something and it clicks. <laughs> and I've noticed the same thing with Jen too. So that makes it that makes these conversations even more fun for me.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I love, I learned so much with like, honestly, Jonah has really surprised me how, like what a deep researcher he is. He very generously shared a Google file, with me a Google drive and it just like, honestly, the depth of his research was really incredible. I've listened to you Raven for a while. I like way before this. And I always thought you had brought incredible like knowledge and um, multifaceted approach to like your work and everything. So no, I'm more into the learning lately. I think maybe this is what it is. It's like, I feel like I fit in better with like more people like you guys like who like understand a little bit of the occult topics, aren't like afraid of them so much. I think I do like that more. I do think I like the flavor of magic. I think I like talking about it. I think i love talking about it with General Lee. I think we've just done like the coolest things. So I just, (laughs) that's, you know, I just, I, I feel like sometimes I need to learn the conspiracy things a bit better, be more articulated in them. I agree
2: you with you.
0: Like
3: I was saying, like, um to say, like,
0: this. What the fuck? You know what? I just had a, a complete realization. I and mean, if you think about all the statues that they've been tearing down and having, like, these statues that I'm just seeing, like, and man, we, we, people need to really document the, the statues that are currently uh, like standing. Yeah, absolutely. And where they are. Because they're telling us so much, like the one that I'm posting, that I'm posting, like these statues that I've seen are just. And then you think of all the ones that they destroyed in America, right?
2: Well, think about the ones. Think about all the statuary that they destroyed in this, in the fountains that they destroyed in Germany and Europe during World War II,
0: and in fucking Afghanistan and Iraq. So that's yes. what I Like the shit that they're going around and just destroying history so they can retell it as their history
2: yes because um, man like you know,
0: some of these things that i'm coming up on in the, like as far as like literally i just searched for that one statue but dude, if you guys are keeping an eye on the the chat there's some wild fucking statues that are out there i'm like
3: what, what? oh yeah like the one in new york and stuff but they all look you know they're very you know all no i'm
0: talking street. like completely different ones like if as far as europe and like uh, that, i think most of the ones in america have all been destroyed right
2: yes oh, yeah Like this one here, like
0: Michael, uh, Archangel Michael, or whatever. Where the fuck is that at?
2: (laughs) Oh, that's in. Isn't that in Ukraine?
0: Yeah. Like I'm gonna have to um, reverse search those. If it's in Ukraine, it's gonna get blown up.
2: (laughs) That's yeah. That's in Ukraine. But you know, y'all want to see something neat when you get the opportunity. Look at Circle Center in Indianapolis and look at the obelisk that sits there. It's a very interesting statue okay
0: well yeah, in, I in indianapolis that too right that. I, um that's when what the fuck seriously wow <laughs> i <to> stop
2: looking <laughs> but got, um
0: we got jenna distracted <laughs> yeah if i get distracted i'm man i like but um with indianapolis right uh again too I'll, uh shout out to that um the arch- was archivist of analog or whatever when he was talking about um because he goes back and pulls like our art- news articles from the 1800s or whatever right well, the one that's when mm-hmm. they found um when they were destroying Monk's Mound in St. Louis, they're building a bridge in Indianapolis or something. I'm like, what? But then that's when they found like the underground earth, like three hundred meters down.
2: Yes. Well, you know, folks, I talk about the, the the cataclysm cycles within the the holographic humanarium. And I always try to be analogous. I think Jen's probably picked up on that with my my podcast. I try to use analogies so people understand both the esoteric teachings and, and bringing it into modern terms. Because y- you have to speak in, in modern day language so that people understand what you're talking about in the past. If you have a computer with a huge hard drive on it and you want to fix that hard drive. The first thing that happens is, is it starts condensing data. It'll move data to one partition while it's cleaning another. Well, when you talk about historically, people start seeing things. They see dragons, they see spirits walking around, they see entities that never existed before walking through and it it causes them to have heart attacks. Men's hearts will fail them for what they see. Well, when the partition gets broke down and data has to be moved over in order to clean one, then what you're going to see is you're going to you're going to start seeing a blending of these spectrums that normally you don't you don't see. Now if you're not open to it, you could you could die of fright. You might refuse to see it. You might refuse to acknowledge it. Well, if you do that, you know there's that trap. Um, you know we're already seeing a blending. Think about the things that are being seen in the sky. Think about the uh, entities that are people seeing people are seeing everywhere right now. Um, I, I got a feeling it's going to get much, much worse as this electromagnetic spectrum that we're, we're trapped inside of starts breaking down more and more. Um, shout out to Ben Davidson over at Su- uh, Suspicious Observers, because if you want to see the electromagnetic effects, I talked about the effects on the brain, but uh, the, the effects on the planet and this humanarium that we're inside of is going to change when the electromagnetic spectrum changes. It just it has to.
0: Well, the other thing too is right. Um, if you think about it this way, is like we know for a fact, or, or like I'm assuming everyone in this conversation knows for a fact that there were used to be giants, right? Yes. Well, <laughs> is that because when the atmosphere, the 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 gravity, whatever the when the gases has changed, the body can only grow certain sizes.
2: Exactly. The oxygen content.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I got into it. It's just kind of funny that, like, you know, the, the way things have changed throughout history, and then people think, like, and it's just funny the amount of people who can't even think past. Like, uh, like I know I've been guilty of it because uh, the one time I'll uh, a it was, man, I, I remember watching him falling down about six months ago or whatever. I'm like, why doesn't he just get his fucking cell phone? I'm like, oh, yeah. But, you yeah. know, the, the people don't look past that. What's their current, right?
2: Yeah. That, you know, um, these these uh, you know I, I've got a song that I really like and and it was it's been done a s- several times. I happen to like the Five Finger Death Punch version of it, but um, they say uh, the 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 masses bowed and prayed to the neon gods they made. Um, they were kind of there. <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: um, with uh, with the guys like the Vatican and uh, Zoroastrianism as well, again, Raven. you have got, like, Mithras. Mithra?
2: Well, Mithras. Go, Go ahead, ahead. Jonah. Well, I was going to say,
0: um, Mithra, too, is it's really, the, it's kind of funny, too, because if you think if they bastardize or they put um, so much of Janus into uh, St. Peter, but Mithra was already kind of a telling of Janus, right? But, um now as far as the vatican i know there's a couple locations and um and i can look it up real quick but um there's a couple locations in the realm that still have the uh the original um secret society buried under it with the seven uh, the so the original they only had seven tiers right the seven uh levels under mithra
1: yes um, <laughs> there's one in London with a big temple uh, yep. yeah
2: well, you know the basilica was built over the basilica was built over a Mithra temple. It, wasn't it the basilica Jonah?
0: Oh, no, no, no. Saint Peter's was bur- 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 uh, built over Nero's circus.
2: So, there you
0: go. Uh, circus, right? There's uh, your fucking circus for you. Yeah, it was buried over uh, Nero's circus, where allegedly um Saint Peter's. Where allegedly St. Peter was buried, but uh, no one can prove that he ever been there. But they can prove for a fact he was in um, uh, Antioch. Antioch, so yeah. There's a much more detailed history of hi- him being in Antioch. And then uh, everything in Rome it can't ever be proven, other than uh, the one chapter or whatever where he's writing to the Romans. Like, that doesn't prove he ever made it there.
2: True.
1: But you know, Jonah? these 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 um these statues are fucking crazy, mate. Aren't
0: they? I know I'm I'm on the index and like there's there's so many more of them coming up. I'm like, what the heck? Where are these things? And other than that, man right now. when I'm looking at the east and I'm thinking about all the shit that they destroyed in uh, Berlin, Dresden, all of Italy in 44, and then all the shit that they destroyed in America in the last couple of years while they're trying to destroy America and balkanize it we need to start documenting all these fucking statues because they're intentionally destroying our history so that they can t- t- retell their history.
1: Yeah. Hey, it's, uh, it's funny say that. Uh, well, when BLM were fucking about, they were um, threatened to take down a beautiful Oliver Cromwell statue in town.
0: Yeah, and then oh, yeah. they also a, they are also um uh, petitioning to Cecil Rhodes, but of course that never got touched because you know just like that fucking cocksucker Robert Reich will never give up his uh, Rhodes scholarship because he, but he, he needs to talk about fucking slavery, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we Sorry, need, the problem. I was going to say the problem that we have is is we have. We have a splitting of the teachings amongst the people based on where they lived at. You've got India, China, parts of Russia, other parts of Russia, Africa, the, the Americas, Amaru, the Amaru people. And wh- what happens is, is, is well, this is the way that they taught it. This is the way that the, they taught it. Or no, this is the way that they taught it. And what they don't look at is the similarities and the overlapping. like. I like, I like being on with Jen because Jen will pick up things that he's researched on the other end of the spectrum that I'd even touched. And we start seeing that even though they're told a little bit differently, they all overlap. And that's, you know, uh, about finding answers that you're not going to find other places. Um, and then they
0: hide, so... uh, then they hide, um, what is it? Uh, Mount Temple or Mount Pable here in, um uh...
2: Wow! Yep. I just
0: put something else together again. Well, that's well yeah, cool. but
2: th- but what you were saying they help ha- they hide yeah. they they hid Mount Babel, yeah. the Tower of Babel in in Acadia, in Canada. Yeah, and then they have <laughs> like and, no and be, always been there. there right? They've always been there. Yeah, and
0: they act like there's no reason for it, like you know, just, and then they false date everything, right?
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Wow! Wow! Wow. I'm blowing my mind right now, too.
2: So, jin as far as the two-faced and three-faced and four-faced gods, what representations do we see in, in Hindu and in Buddhist teachings?
3: Well, the four is definitely easier for Hinduism because I know exactly what it's referring to in one way of thinking, which is the um Panchamukha Shiva, which is the five-headed Shiva. But it uh-huh. is... His four heads only speak the language of the elements, so each one speaks in a certain direction, north, south, east, and west, in their uh, specific element, fire, earth, air, and water, and then the, up, in the fifth head, which is hidden, but it's actually not hidden. If you look at any picture of Shiva, you can always see he's wearing a bun. Well, that actually represents his fourth head, and it speaks upwards, it speaks either so it pushes it's like a pushing force an upward rising male force like an upward rising male triangle and it speaks in the language of either so that's what i think of for me i don't know if that answers your question
2: well it's interesting because that overlaps with a lot of traditional native practice here Well, yeah, the four directions and the four elements—I've got it tattooed on my arm. <laughs> Man, I don't um, know if any of you
0: yeah. saw that. Tall Invictus. I just posted too. What the fuck is that? <laughs>
2: you know, the, the four elements, the four cardinal directions, the uh, the swastika—what they call the swastika. Um, the, those things are universal. Except, for, except for in Europe, after the conquering of Europe, those yeah. things kind of vanished. But you see them up north. You see them up north with the pagan and the Norse people. But you didn't see them so much in the in the main body of Europe. Um, you and see it with the Celts. It's,
0: point, it's five points, though, so too, because you count the center, right? So then, the yes. was there's, the five.
2: A, there's a circle in the center. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, is it, that's what, that's what I'm trying to get at. you've got all these cultures around the planet. basically you've got you've got seven groups of people. this is going to be interesting. you got seven people, seven groups of people that, that basically have the same story with a little twist based on the region and, and, and the environment that they were in. And then you have this one group of people who have spent all this time trying to undo that.
0: Oh yeah, it must definitely end. And actually, I'm just blowing my mind right now here. But, um, you know, when it comes to that, again, I always like to say when you're talking about the four plus the fifth for the five, right? So that's the five elements. That's the pentagram. That's, you know, everything else ties in with the five that way, right?
2: hmm Well, and, you know, have you guys seen the movie The Fifth Element? Long time ago. Yeah. Well, the, what is The Fifth Element? Love. But
3: it's actually... It's, we should also say that it's love purified by sound. Very important mm-hmm. if you remember in the movie when they're um, kissing and they do the thing and then she faces upward and she speaks either and it makes a sound like a rushing sound.
2: Sort yes. of like
3: very exiting the corporeal I body I mean,
0: sound. what's so the first line in the, the Bible, right? It began with word
3: or whatever. Yes. So it has to be a mixture of gross and subtle sound at the same time, gross and subtle speech, light, color, consciousness. But in this formulation, it's love. So I just, that's really interesting. But it requires the sound to carry it. So maybe sound is the either.
0: And when you're saying um, light, color, and then sound, <coughs> our entire reality is exists on two things light waves and sound waves only.
3: Right, so, perception. well, the, what do you think Hode um, to Yasod is? That is light, sound, and color.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, you think about Brahma's breath, that would be an etheric breath.
3: Oh, so, 100%. I mean, that's what it is, but that's our consciousness as well right like yes. we, it's also our consciousness and it's also like that's what people don't really realize about i mean i mean you realize this raven i'm sure you, you realize it, jonah because you see my nonsense on twitter that i post and generally yeah. too, because you've done the series with me and all of our stuff <laughs> but i think you know i think the whole thing is we have to tame ourselves i think people get so caught up in the bullshit of like the whatever the wave is moving whatever the dialectical you know management is whatever the sides both sides people get so caught up in the teams and they never focus on the kingdom like the inside of them and they will say like oh i'm like a you know like i'm like a newfound christian but then they will be so i don't know they just get so, and I'm. I like Christians. I'm very pro-Christian. I like Greek Orthodoxy. I see a lot of Kabbalah. I know people I hate that I say that in the Orthodox cross. I just, you know, I just think that people just get so like intensely dogmatic.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, I, 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 there's a book called Another Roadside Attraction, and uh, he talks about you know people climb into the fishbowl or they get netted and put in a fishbowl and then you're inside four walls and they put a lid over the tank. So what used to be a spiritual experience becomes a boxed in, very rigid experience inside those four walls called synagogues, churches, and cathedrals. Mm -hmm.
0: It's funny you say that. Uh, are Are any of you paying attention to the pictures that I'm posting right now? Oh yeah. Because, um, well, that temple is allegedly in Rome, but uh, in this book from the 1600s, pretty sure it has it in Kashmir.
2: That would make sense. <laughs> you know, what's amazing to me is like, Jonah sent me this book, and it's... it's uh, Jonah sent me this book, and it has German, Latin, Greek, <laughs> and I am still trying to get through it, but you know the tomb of alexander the great was pictured in there and it says that it is actually not in uh where they call egypt today if you read the text it says it's in sardinia which is another interesting connection
0: yeah that's you a, know all that, that temple is in uh, if he's there or whatever at the top which i believe is in Tem- um in turkey
3: that's you know turkey keeps coming up for me as well and Persia. Yes. Yeah and i actually i mean that's more my preferred world island i've said this on other shows obviously before but it's that's my preferred world island area is more uh turkey syria but even further i'm like turkey okay more maybe more iran maybe more kyrgyzstan i haven't quite decided but i do think that's my more of my preferred world island rather than egypt i think egypt they obviously figured some shit out. They inverted the Nile. They did some stuff. The pyramids are obviously to turn the wheel of time. Can't. I don't think they can do it anymore. Obviously.
2: Exactly. Like
0: they, burnt, they got broken, like
2: burnt out. It got broken. <laughs> right. Well, they, they still have
0: that uh, temple there in it, and that's odd though, because that temple in Ephesus the now it actually looks like it's in better condition than Rome anyway. So I don't oh, wait, no when I'm running. That's just a uh, cool. rendering of it.
2: Well, you know, with me, Astana, Astana is in Kyrgyzstan.
3: Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I what I think. I think that is the next like city. Personally, I'm really obsessed with that city. I already told you. there.
0: when I was telling you about it last week, uh, that's my four corners.
3: Yes, You're on. yes.
0: Kiev, Jerusalem. And Astana, four corners of what they want to set up is the uh, Greater Israel for the Abundant Cloverleaf map.
2: Well, and it, it also the other thing that 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 Jonah and I have been talking about is twelfth parallel, which lines up with the galactic wave, yeah. the galactic center. They keep moving things, and they keep moving things off center, and they destroy everything that's on that center line. You have to ask Why would they destroy all this stuff in, in one place and move it to another Wouldn't that create an imbalance On purpose
0: Yeah and they're moving towards the Left side which would be the collectivist side Which is what they want to set up Because the nation state is falling So they want to set us up So we're all at their beck and call
2: Well how you doing over there General It's 2am
1: Um <sighs> bit tired maybe honestly oh yeah we'll
3: call it why don't we call it now yeah but i'll tell you what. tonight you know um brilliant from the offset i didn't even get into aramon though i wish i would have (laughs) picked raven's brain about that because i feel like we could just do a show about aramon well you could join us on thursday
2: (laughs) Definitely.
1: definitely
2: And, uh... you could join us on thursday if you're up to it <laughs> okay let's
3: see let's see i will i will uh decide really soon
0: we're talking friday morning though we're like real late so <laughs>
3: oh okay i don't know um, i'm an old man i'm an old man you can't make me stay up too late and i'm not uh i'm not so i can't party as hard as General Lee, So <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll see but I'll, but thank you guys I really appreciate it and it was really great to record with you and thank you General Lee for like setting this all up and taking okay. care of me <laughs> like, and like all this, everything I really appreciate you brother thank you and thank you both Jonah and Raven it's really been fun to get to know you and like do these like little
2: struggle sessions Well, yeah. I, what I like about this is it's, it's an open format and we go where we go which is the way it should be right Hundred percent.
0: it helps like uh i say to you like uh I was pitching you know, that idea with uh robbie i'm like uh, you know it's such a good topic that i can't do it because i'm too fucking scatterbrained <laughs> but you know it's, sometimes sometimes i do add to the conversation because like let's be honest we're going one way and then all of a sudden i'm like oh shit here look at this yes yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and I, have, Jonah,
3: like... I really respect. Honestly, I'm not just saying this to be like a weirdo, but I really do respect you. I didn't know why. I don't know why I didn't get it at first. You already know this, so it's not like because I'm, I'm loud and ignorant. Right I don't think it's that. I just think that I just didn't get you at first, and but then now I do, and like now we are like Twitter friends, and we like have an open DM, and just you know, he, people don't really understand that you just like you go to. You know, whatever. I just, I respect you as a researcher is what I'm saying is I, I, yeah. feel I recognize how good you are and I appreciate That's you. Right.
0: Well, I you. always tell people, the thing about me is like, I can be, I can be 100 on something. The moment, uh, you know, is again, too how did, How did I feel about Belgrade? a 12-second Instagram clip that I was like, okay. And I literally started on Google Earth, and I'm like, because I didn't get the name. I'm on Google Earth scrolling through sections of Belgrade to find the, the building because it had such a unique design to it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be, be able to find it. So I'm just going to scroll for, like, 30 minutes until I find it. But when you have, like, you know, when things hit, yeah, I'm like you know what I mean? I'm trying to say when things hit and you know it's there, you got to follow it.
2: That's it. Follow your good.
0: <laughs> so before
1: you go, um do you wanna let everybody know if you get old you please, Jim?
2: Sure.
3: I am at Threshold Saints on Insta, one word. I am at Wukong Reborn, W U K O N G Reborn on Twitter. I am dropping my RSS feed really soon. I know it said the twenty second, but I could not do it, but I will get it done and it will be released on a magical date of General Lee and I's choosing in the very near future. So just stay out for that. It's coming.
2: Raven? Well, folks, I'm at always at home at Spreaker, Raven Kiefer. You can find me on almost any podcast repeater site now. And don't forget, I got three of them. I got No Apologies Enough Said. I got No Apologies Interviews. And I got my Laugh Podcast, if you just need to crack up a little bit. Um, it's Raven Kiefer N.A. on Twitter. And it's No Apologies Enough Said on Insta. So, folks, you can find me anywhere you need to.
1: <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, mate. And Al Jona?
0: Yeah, I, I, emails probably best. Troublemaker. Uh, I don't know. Troublemaker no, like, Jonah at reandex.ru. Yes, fuck MK Google. And, um, you know, Instagram, um, Twitter, all that. It's troublemaker.jonah. And I'm just going to blow your mind with one last picture before we call it a night. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I just posted it. <laughs>
2: Hey folks, don't forget you can find General Lee on all these places too. Subconscious realms. Yes. Nice one, mate. Oh, yes,
3: absolutely. And definitely support General Lee, support the show, buy a t-shirt, donate to coffee, everything. Because General Lee is like the best dude. I just think he's the bomb. So Here's
2: absolutely. Bomb. If you all if you all think about all the people that General Lee has brought together over the last 18 to 24 months And the diversity With which he has done it uh, Robbie Marks shout out to him Shout out to Sean shout out to Jen Shout out to all the people General is the one that has brought these Conversations together know, over the last 100%, Two years
3: 100. Uh, and General Lee knows this That um, yeah. he, like, he Kind of made my dreams come true when I was Able to do like the show with Robbie it was a really big deal for me and i just can never like pre, pre, like thank him enough for that and also like him giving me a body of work to that i can point to and then yeah and then to have you guys on it's been really great it's been a really fun journey and uh i do really owe a lot to him well me not, it's an absolute pleasure you all to
1: know you all um uh, consider this without you all I anyway mean,
3: so, he uh, is
0: British, so you, gotta, you gotta hold that against someone
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh,
1: Gentlemen, I love you all And um, I'll get this out as soon as I can I'll try and get it sorted now And, um, you know, what the fuck's that, John?
0: <laughs> I do not know what fucking but, to get to Fuck MK Google Because they hide so never. much from us
2: that statue guys <laughs> was the uh that guy the statue was the uh, entry, that was the Colossus.
0: Yeah, fuck up again Google, they hide so much.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. General, I will hang on to this thing until you get it released and then I'll I'll drop it off on mine.
1: Yeah, no problem, mate, no problem. Uh, right, gentlemen, I'm gonna start recording now.
4: Yeah, sounds good. Um, so- As we move forward Anytime you come closer to something, your vision should get clearer, am I right? You are a tool in a hidden hand that's using you Please don't be delusional The rulers of this world practice confusing you The people and the priests and the imams Have been jammed by government scams minds systematically programmed Blatant black hatred and racism The way they laced the whole world and nation With traces of Satanism This place is a pagan prison The founding fathers' enslaving intentions Were no different than Bush's and Reagan visions 1776 took action This Illuminati took fall. It's born from a Colombian faction. This is your $1 bill over. And if you want me to expose the true code of deception, I will show you. We live in a designed wicked system. The number 13 is consistent in Masonic symbolism. It represents transformation. 12 completes the cycle, so 13 was rebirth and regeneration. The meanings of the symbol are strategically here. On the left side, you see a 13-layered pyramid. Over back, sits the all-seeing eye with a Shines, a sign of the devil watching over you at all times. With the words with Coeptis, 13 letters, meaning he has favored our undertakings. Will you accept this? Or will you learn the science and ignore them? Under the pyramid you see novas or those of Translated, new order of the world, or the new world order. authors the satanic fathers of mass slaughter. The eagle that you see on the right sits below 13 stars. For a shield that has 13 stripes and an olive Branch in his claws with 13 leaps, which is supposed to be in his talent to represent peace. But peace was always on a decrease. His other claw holds 13 arrows of war, set to be released. And the letters at the bottom of the pyramid are fixed with the Roman numerals that equal 1776. And the United States of America exists in a deep devilish abyss with truth and paganism mixed. Every precedent that ever lived was foul. They gather at Bohemian Road where they bow down. For the all, see the owl is wise and through the darkness of night And there's a small one on the dollar near the one on the top right It ain't hard to understand, this government was never for us The eagle was based off of the Egyptian hawk Horus. Thirteen colonies who went to wicked sovereignty And made no apology for the obvious idolatry. Subconsciously, we followed the ways of the peace And paid homage to pagan gods when we say days of the week Night Sunday, They worship the sun Monday is moon day Tia, the god of war, was worshipped on Tuesday. Odin, the chief god, is who Wednesday is named for. A Thursday. Day is Thursday, God of Thunder, the Mighty Thor. Friday was named after Frigga, notice the pattern. Saturday is the Roman God of Agriculture Saturday. Frigga was the goddess of love, the wife of Odin. The polytheistic theology needed decoding. The rituals like trips across the sand, as man takes the skull and bones fraternity. The secret handshakes would understand. He receives only 33 degrees. He secretly believes in Lucifer and other deities. Many powerful and rich people of Controlled by bees. They even hold the soul of several of your favorite MCs. Politicians telling lies, tongues riddled with thorns, and use hand gestures shaped in the form of devil horns. You don't in the city hard because you don't know what it entails. Satan us with steel cells as praise as trails. The so called holidays are hypocrisy, established to use religious doctrines to commit annual robbery. Christmas split in half is Christmas. The so called birth of Jesus, where every home has glowing lights cast. Christ the anointed one, mass the birth celebration. Jesus' birth was kept secret due to the situation. A king initiated a death plot because the Messiah was prophesied to rule, so Jesus' murder was authorized. No one knows the actual date, that's why sometimes it's Xmas. X means unknown, but ignorance affects us. A fraud that was purposely flawed. December 25th, the birthday of the wicked ruler Nimrod. His whole disguise was part of Satan's universal eyes. A holy prophet's life being pimped and commercialized traditions like lights on trees rooted in the Nicene Council in 325 AD Constantine these matters were decreed, the concept of a virgin birth was actually conceived and then agreed with graven images in the temple the fish on your car is called onus a Babylonian symbol, it's visibly contradictory, telling your children lies, you need to make them study Santa Claus and stick history, but yet we go wherever Satan leads us, the falsehoods we practice in his name ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.